Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Automotive Sessions podcast. Let's get started with your host, Chris J. Martinez. Hey guys, how you doing? It's Chris Martinez with Cell Cars with Alex and Chris. I've got uh, the the myth, the legend over here, Mr. Alex Flores. Alex, how you doing, man? Doing great, doing great. Excited to be here. What is this? Our, our third episode. Chris? This is episode three right now. Episode three. But now we got a, a little a little cool thing. Now we got the actual Cell Cars logo. Now nice. I'm gonna have it uh, on our actual video, so it'll be Cell Cars with Alex and Chris. Awesome. Um, but that's what we're gonna try to do, right? Get people yes. in the in the game of selling more cars. Absolutely. And um. But the the biggest thing that we were talking about uh, before we actually went live was the the actual turn, right? Yes. The importance of the of the turn being having the customer seated. What do you, you know? You guys had coming off of a huge month. Do do you still get the the salespeople that come in and, and say, Alex, I Mr. Customer, I, I got a customer right behind me. I need you to help me. You mean the power turn? The power turn. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you know it happens. It's not the ideal situation because, you know, it makes it uncomfortable. I think it's not good for the customer. Uh, it's not good for the, the entire, you know, experience, you know, because obviously if you've gotten to a point where you're coming up to the desk asking for help and your salesperson, I mean, excuse me, your, your uh, customer standing next to you, uh, something's kind of gone wrong. I mean, that either tells you the customer's ready to leave, uh, maybe you're struggling with a little bit of control, and when we say control, you, you don't want to think of it for the viewers that maybe are not in the business. It's not the bad kind of control that I'm controlling you and everything you do, but just having control of the situation where the process is going smooth, the customer feels comfortable. So obviously you've lost that kind of control, the good kind of control, and you need a lot of help. And you know, that takes a lot of skill to be able to take the turn right there. And, and you know, anybody can say, well, hey, thank you for coming in. Let us know when you're ready. You know that's that's easy, but or you, or what about the the rundown approach where the manager and I and I, I'm guilty of it too, right? Where you're like, well, you know, did, did they answer all your questions? And yes, because you're literally at that door. Customers already made a decision to to run out the door, right? And now you've got to control that. And right. and usually one out of ten times you'll actually be able to, you know, slow the customer down and say, hey, look, let me help you where the salesperson didn't quite get the opportunity to to right. get, guide you into a vehicle right sure and and but what what are some of the things that you've seen effective in those scenarios well you know when when in that particular scenario which is a power time i mean obviously if you get a proper turn where the customer's sitting down and maybe they're not ready to engage they're not ready to take the next step which is you know let's move forward and let's let's talk numbers let's get serious you know then that's a different kind of turn but when you we're talking about the power turn uh, you know, you you definitely run out of what I always say. You run out of time or you run out of talent. And so as a turn guy, as the manager, the supervisor, whatever you want to call it, you, you, you go in there and you the time is, is everything. So you've only got such little time to find out so much. So little time to find so much, meaning, you know, why is this customer standing up? Are they in the right vehicle? Did they even test drive a car? Most likely not, if that's happening. Uh, you know, has the salesperson created that, that, that relationship and found common ground? Most likely not as well. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, we were salespeople for a long time, Chris. So, you know, we're not dogging salespeople. We, we're all about salespeople. And, and it's all me, about learning, right? How do you, how do you get better? Right. And me, me, I'm all, I'm the people for the people. So I'm all about 
always helping salespeople grow and develop. And I, and I personally do training here at the dealership twice, twice a week, as a matter of fact, do it eight times a month for an hour and 20 minutes. So, you know, I want to help people grow. But unfortunately, sometimes, you know, they get nervous, they get scared, they run out of things to say, lack of knowledge, whatever you want to say. And that's what they find in the, in the situation where they're coming to the desk and they forgot to tell the customer, hey, excuse me for a moment, I'll be right back. And then you have the power turn. But the things that I found effective is, you know, just making the customer, it's a very awkward position to be in, to be honest. Yeah, for you and the customer. Right. But to, if, if, you, if, you're, if you've done it before, which I have many, many times, uh, you're able to, you know, regain control. Make The most important thing, at least for me, is to make sure that the customer doesn't feel uncomfortable. You know, you don't want to come at them like too aggressive. But also, I don't also like to just say, hey, how are you? And thank you for coming in. I don't want to do that. I want to find out, you know, the way I look at it, hey, you already came down to the store. You spent 20 minutes, 30 minutes, however long. I don't want to let you go without getting the information that you possibly came here for. Now, a lot of the times, the customer does feel like, hey, you're wasting my time, and that's why they want to leave. That's really, if you think about it, that's the main reason why a customer says, hey, you know what? Thank you for your time. We got to go. It's because they're really honestly saying, you're not giving me the information that I came here for. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. And I think that part of it as managers, you, you almost have to train for those scenarios so that you you condition yourself to, to, how, to how to overcome that. that. That to me is like the Hail Mary play, right? Absolutely. That's the customer. That's the salesman or sales professional uh, that's gone to the, you know, they've done everything they felt they could do. But they're at the point where now they're like, hey, I need some help. And you as a manager need to be able to jump in and, and see what you can do. And, and and it happens, right? And I know that, you know, nine times out of 10, you're not going to turn that customer around, but right. it's how you approach it and make that diffuse a situation right. where it, it makes the customer feel like, hey, this, this person really does care. I might slow down and see what I can do to, sure. to hear this person out. And, and, it, and it doesn't always work, but I think, uh, one of the things that, and I think we're going to talk about this in one of our next episodes, is is identifying the personalities. Yeah. And being able to know what kind of a, what what type of customer am I dealing with? Is it, is it a I, I, I go by colors, right? But is it a red? Is it a blue? Is it a green? Is it a yellow? And and that way, as a manager, uh, you know how to approach this individual, this customer, and, and again to make them feel comfortable because that's what, what that's what it's all about, and that's one. One of the things that, you know, I, I'm big on that, you know, what's the customer experience like? And, you know, some customers like different things, you know, me as an example, I like my ego to be stroked a little bit, you know, I like that. And, and, and if a customer, if a manager came to me and talked to me the right way, made me feel important, then I might give this person another five, 10 minutes of my time to hear what they got to say. Yeah, no, if I he, agree. If he came to me, you know, shy and scared and nervous, well, I'm like, I don't have time for this. I mean, you know, my time's too valuable. I got to go. So, you know, it, it just depends. And then there's times where I take a turn myself and, you know, me, I'm loud and I'm, I'm excited and I can tell right off the bat, like, you know, they kind of like back up a little bit, their body language, they just kind of move an inch back and I know, okay, then I need to tone it down and just be able to know how to read those things. And yeah. It's, it Adam, it's almost like how you mirror your customer, how, how you can actually understand the psychology almost behind it. Right. Sure. sure. But, you know, let me ask you on the on the turn. So, I mean, we've, we've turned customers tons of times, right? But it's it's really just almost like 
your salesperson, either, like you said, ran out of time or talent, and you want to see what we can do to help turn them into an actual customer, buying customer for that day. Right. What, um, what are some of the ways that you see that salespeople can get better at identifying when to turn themselves early on in the process versus, you know, go, do, going to that power turn? Right. I think uh, don't wait till it's too late. I think one of the mistakes that I think a salesperson, you know, makes is or, or does is that they they ignore the, the signs. You know, just like you have buying signs, and we always talk about that in sales. And, you know, in this book that I've talked about that I want to write for years. And you you got to write it. You may find me all the time about it. But I always said that, you know, writing this book, and, and I think that's one of the things I want to talk about is, you know, just like there's buying signs, there's also non-buying signs. And to be able to see those. And, and we don't talk or think about that. So there's you, a little you know, it's funny for everybody because nobody ever hear anybody talk about that. I mean, why is it that we always focus on buying signs, but we never focus on the non-buying signs? So when you identify there's some non-buying signs, whether it's body language, whether it's a way they're, they're you know, because sometimes a customer can just, you know, I don't think they're trying to be rude, but they're just kind of like letting you know, hey, I'm not really feeling you. I don't really believe what you're saying. And we know this. I mean, as salespeople, knowing this a long time. You know, when I tell. think about it, when I look at that, I, I think about, you know, we all, you know, some some people probably have never had this experience in their whole life, right? But, you know, unfortunately, I know firsthand when you feel like you've turned into the friend zone, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know, you know that scenario, like all of a sudden it was going good, you know, we went mm-hmm. on a test drive and all of a sudden it, you just feel like you turned into their friend instead of... I'm going to sell this person sure. a vehicle, sure. right? We all can tell. I mean, honestly, the reality is, and I always tell people this during my training sessions, uh, is, you know, when you go to the desk, a salesperson, whether you want to admit it or not, you know when you have a deal or not. And maybe not, you're not always right. Maybe there's times where you're like, oh, I don't know if these people are going to buy, and they end up buying because you did a great job. You didn't give up on the deal. But most of the time, so it's, it's not hard to identify the buying signs or the non-buying signs. There's times where you can, and that's when I think the turn comes in place, but when you're able to say, you know what? The chemistry's not there. You know, I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'm, you know, getting through them. What's a, what's a, what do you think's a good sign? Like I, I know personally- Body language, body language. I think- uh, Like I, I could always identify it when I got back from a test drive as a salesperson. Like if I got back from a tel- test drive and I was, positioning the customer like hey how'd you like the vehicle and if they said anything that other than no then i was like well and i felt like i hit all the marks like i got the the right features the right vehicle for them and they didn't like it then i was like well man what where else am i going to go so that's when i would say well let's let's go back to my office let's figure something else out and then that's when i would grab somebody else to say hey man maybe i'm missing it communications got crossed i thought i was on the right vehicle they didn't like it, so I need to either start all over or I need someone to, you know, touch in and see what yeah. we can do. And then, you know, as a salesperson, it's important to, at that point, you know, going by what you described, it's just knowing that, hey, as soon as I walk by a manager, because I'm not going to run inside. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, hey, I need help. <laughs> I'm going to keep going, moving forward, but knowing that this customer is probably going to need to talk to a manager soon. So as soon as I walk inside, make eye contact with the manager, 
I'm going to make sure that a manager comes and says, hey, I just want to come by and say hi to you, make sure that we're taking care of you, make sure that, you know, Alex is doing a great job for you, and just having that assurance from somebody else. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, it's almost like the way I think about it, I'm always, again, in my book, so I don't want to give all my secrets away, but I always think of when a customer's not having a good experience, it's almost like somebody is kidnapped and you're driving by in the car next to them and they're looking at you going to help. <laughs> a customer will kind of give you the signs. Yeah. So you as a manager, you got to look for the You got to identify that. You got to right? see a, 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 a customer with a salesperson and seeing those kidnapped, okay, uh, you know, signs. Well, that's going to have to be like a, almost like a different episode, right? Yes. Like we literally got to talk about what the importance of a floor manager and yes. how to identify those type of signs. Yes. And knowing when to interject instead of just saying, hey, did you want some water? Yes. Water or snacks. Water or snacks. Yes. Right? That's the water and snacks managers, <laughs> not the term managers. <laughs> so, or things were coming in. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. you want to thank the greeter. The greeter. Six yes. Flags Fiesta Texas. You know, it's just uh, uh, thank you for coming in. And we appreciate or or Walmart, right? Or let Walmart. us know when you're ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Folks, we want to thank you for coming in. Let us know when you're ready. So, but. Uh, I mean, I think the turn is, is so important. And it's, oh, it uh, is. It's and I, it's, I think it's even, even now today, I think it's more, it's so underutilized in a lot of places. Uh, they don't really look at it like, hey, this is an actual role. Right. It's an important role. And we need to train on that role. Because it's, yeah. it's one thing to train on the sales professionals. But as managers, mm -hmm. you need to be identifying those roles and then training for those roles. Sure. I mean, it's just like a football team. You know, you have the offense, the defense, special teams. So everybody needs to know what they're, what they're supposed to do and how to execute. And if we're not going out there and, and helping these customers out, and, and the customers need our help. I mean, that's what we have to understand, that the customer's frustrated with the green pea. The customer's frustrated with the veteran that maybe is rolling his eyes and doesn't have a very good attitude. Maybe just smoked a cigarette and smells bad, or I don't know. There's so many, oh, there's a so many things that we can think of that you know, could be going wrong. Or maybe the salesman that talks too much or sales lady just talking their ear off and they're like, oh my gosh, this is too much. Well, yeah, because that's even what a lot of salespeople, they, they end up talking past the sale, right? Correct. Like at one point, the customer was like, they were ready to go. Yes. They wanted to buy this vehicle and then you just kept talking. And then now the customer's like, well, maybe I really don't need this car. And then, and then when you when you do that and you do it, you know, my problem for me is that, I mean, and I don't mean to sound, you know, boastful here or anything, but Everybody wants me to take a turn for them. Oh, yeah. I mean, so they, because the, the salespeople see the value. Oh, yeah. So once you build that value and people see that, how effective this is, and they see that you're good at it, because I think that part of the reason, to be honest, and not to, you know. Sugarcoat to, it. Yeah, yeah, and not to say anything bad about our, our colleagues out there, people watching this. Yeah. But one of the reasons why I think some, some, some sometimes, not always, but sometimes I think the salespeople are not wanting to turn their customers because they don't really have confidence in the managers. And they I don't think feel you're right. Like, they don't feel like maybe the managers are going to go out there and they're going to go out there arrogant, you know, with an arrogant, uh, you know, attitude. They're going to be rude. They're going to maybe say the wrong thing. And I'm not saying everybody's doing that. But, but there's some. It, it, it happens. It does happen. So that's part of the reason why I think there's a hesitation. That's sometimes. Now, other times it's just because they're scared and they just get nervous. Maybe they're lazy. Maybe whatever. But either way, I think it's just so important for the entire team to understand the value and to understand how effective and, and how much more you can get you can get accomplished when it comes to sales with a proper turn. 
with the proper customer being turned, meaning the salesperson turning into to them, and then the, the manager taking a proper turn. So it's yeah. two two parts to that. Two parts. There's I'm turning it the right way, meaning not standing up by the door or not outside. I, they're sitting down. There's control. I've done a great job doing the steps to the sale, and I just need that little extra push, where sales a manager's going to come in there and 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 not BS anybody and not lie or make people do something they don't want to do. That's not at least we we're not we're not about that. No. And I'm sure nobody out there is. I hope not. Well, but, you know, there's always going to be a, a bad apple sure. out there. But, but just to know. The majority of them. Just to, to have an extra person to just go in there and just assure the customer that all we're trying to do, at least here at Capital Chevrolet, the number one dealer in Texas, again, 758 cars last month. Good at job. least to assure the customer that all we're trying to do is help. And, hey, we understand you're here, and we just want to give you all the information you came up for. And, and at least for us, it works. Yeah, no, I, I mean, and for everybody, I think that, when when you really you're role playing that you're you're reminding your your staff your management staff like hey look yeah i understand our sales staff that's that's one part of the 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 puzzle that we have to train with all all the time but then you as managers we need to make sure that we're 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 training with you guys we're role playing we're making sure like hey when was the last time we did a, a power turn yes and how did you guys handle that and what do you think you could have done to get better Right. It's, you know, the turn has always been to me, and I don't understand why managers don't want to take a turn because it's it's like the funnest part of my job, and, and I've always you know this, Chris, because we oh, work yeah. together, and anybody that's worked with me at any dealership can tell you that I've always been a, a good turn, a great turn guy. Yeah, that's my strongest, strongest for sure suit. That I know how to take a turn because you know, I'm able to identify with people, I'm able to find common ground with people, I'm able to have people like me. And people trust me, and I'm genuine. I'm not trying to lie to people or pretend I'm something I'm not. Oh, yeah. uh, I do things transparently, and and, and and always I'm all about you know being uh, doing the right thing all the time. And I think people can see through you, and they can feel that energy, and they appreciate it. And especially if you know how to talk to people and overcome objections, then it's it's a wrap. So yeah, no, that's right. You're right. Do I think turns, guys. The do turns, turns, the turns, the the power turns. Work on them get better at it. if you're a salesperson and you have those issues where you're constantly you know getting your finding yourself into that and you know who you're you are right yeah. there's a lot of the, the green peas yes but there's a lot of seasoned salespeople that are 10 12 car players that tend to to revert to the power turn sure. and if you're if you find yourself in those those scenarios role play with your manager because it's only going to benefit you long term and help you sell more cars. Correct. I agree. Right? Well, great show. Chris. I mean, what, what do you think? This is good? We did it good. We did it, we did it. We did it again. Not too long. Not, not too, too long. Short. Not too short. Just good some enough. quick information. Help yes. people get better. Hopefully, everybody uh, takes this advice we're given and, and, and the experience we've had because we've been doing this for a long time. Oh, yeah. And uh, we have a proven track record. So, uh, you know, take it for what it is and, you know, either take it and run with it or Hate it and stay how you are. <laughs> That's it, right? <laughs> right? Well, this is uh, this concludes our episode of Sell Cars with Alex and Chris. Until next week, we'll see you guys.